Hi everyone, welcome to the Weekly Wrap. It is the week of the 26th of March 2018. Today we will talk about the rising threat of protectionism, we'll digest the Federal Reserve, which of course met last week, we'll have a look at what's going on in the technology sector as well. Let's just begin by reiterating our stance on this threat of rising protectionism. We have a number of reasons to believe that this is still unlikely to spiral out of control. So very briefly, the amounts involved for these tariffs are small. 25% on 60 billion worth of imports is not a huge number. Fraction of US and Chinese GDP. While in terms of increasing the import bill for the United States, it is also very minimal. Consumers and businesses should be able to absorb this without much of a problem. Second, the reaction in China has been relatively muted and sensible. We've seen some retaliation, but very limited, applied to three billion worth of US imports and primarily in fairly niche agricultural goods. Beijing does not have the incentive to make a lot of noise here. It stands to lose more from a trade war than the US does, given its economy overall is still quite reliant on exports, especially if you compare it to the United States. It simply has more to lose. In addition, it will still aim to try and fly below the radar. It does not want to give an incentive for the global powers to gang up on it, i.e. the EU, US and Japan taking it to task on its mercantilist trade practices. And finally, Trump's vanity is also on our side. He measures a lot of his success against the stock market. This in turn means he will not want to push too hard to cause a market crash. Bottom line then, protectionism is of course generally never good for market sentiment, but we think this can be relatively well absorbed, especially considering the strong economic backdrop. Okay, let's get into some of the investment implications of all of this. First of all, as we stated, the base case is still that we will not spiral out of control here, and thus we should stay positive on risky assets such as equities. Nevertheless, it is worth thinking about hedging some of our risk here. And one of the ways we can start thinking about this is by changing some of our regional exposures. Naturally, with protectionist threats on the rise, it makes sense to think about being a bit less in equity markets that have a lot of exposure to global trade. One region then to consider is Europe, which has a lot of export exposure and also an increasingly cloudy earnings outlook, especially for its large caps. So don't be too surprised if we downgrade Europe soon to an underweight position. In emerging markets, we would reiterate what we said a number of weeks ago. It makes sense to still pivot towards China. This might be slightly counterintuitive when we think that China has been in the headlines related to all of this trade stuff. But bear in mind that its equity market has very little exposure to the US. The bulk are being driven by domestic demand drivers, which continue to grow strongly. Turning to the Federal Reserve and its latest policy meeting last week, what to make of it? Well, the market reaction was a bit odd, that is true, but nevertheless, overall, we would say that the message was fairly dovish. And we say this due to a number of reasons. First and foremost, the so-called dot plot, a projection of where the various governors see where rates will be in the future, that remained unchanged for 2018. 
meaning the majority of Fed governors expect three hikes for this year. This is in contrast to four hikes many market participants had been expecting and provides a further signal that the Fed is not in a rush to cool this economy. Furthermore, looking at the Fed's projections for inflation, they too remain unchanged, 2% for this year, 2.1% for next, while at the same time, it is painting a very bullish picture for the economy, and in particular, the labour market. This implies the Fed believes that it can let this economy continue to heat up without a fear of overheating, especially in the labour market. There are a couple of reasons why the Fed could think this, for one, There are signs that some slack in the U.S. labor market has been underestimated. We've seen that now with the participation rate moving up, for example, as the economy improves. And secondly, there's simply less and less confidence in the so-called Phillips curve, which is basically the relationship or the supposed trade-off between unemployment and inflation. If this no longer holds as strongly as it once did, i.e. that unemployment can continue to head lower without generating marked inflation, then it again means the Fed can still move cautiously and is not needed to slam the brakes on this economy anytime soon. In terms of asset allocation, this also has some fairly obvious implications and primarily it implies that we remain in what can be best described as a Goldilocks scenario, whereby it still makes sense to be invested in equities. Finally, a few brief words on the technology sector are in order. We've seen a fair amount of concern creeping in there over the last week, and this is largely related to the regulatory storm around Facebook. But despite all of this, we keep our positive view on the tech sector. Indeed, one company does not make a bad sector. It appears that a lot of these issues are idiosyncratic to Facebook. Furthermore, this cyclical outlook has not changed. It still looks positive. There is plenty of upside in investment spending, and the marginal dollar, let's bear in mind, is increasingly being spent on IT investments, especially software. This is also clearly a secular trend. Finally, while the regulatory backdrop is tightening, let's not try to exaggerate either. With the EU being exempt from steel tariffs, there's a good chance this digital tax will get dropped. While in terms of clear government intervention in the sector, it still seems a very long way off. It is interesting to note, for example, that the US government only started regulating tobacco in 2009. We've known since the 1960s that smoking kills. It's amazing to see what money and lobbying can do. We remain positive on technology. Thank you for listening. Have a fantastic week ahead. Please go to nodiaprivatebanking.com slash podcast dash disclaimer to read a legal disclaimer applicable to this podcast. Mm-hmm.